وأقول في القرآن ما جاءت به آياته فهو الكريم المنزل وأقول قال الله جل جلاله والمصطفى الهادي ولا أتأول الحمد لله رب العالمين له الحمد الحسن والثناء الجميل وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له يقول الحق وهو يهدي السبيل وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه والتابعين لهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين أما بعد إن شاء الله تعالى today we're going to resume our intensive course on أحكامه أحكام الصيام In our last lesson or in our last session we were speaking about Ahlul A'adhar. Ahlul A'adhar are what? I mean, what is Ahlul A'adhar? The people who Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has excused. Allah has excused them subhanahu wa ta'ala. And how has he excused them? Allah has said to them subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran and in the Sunnah. Okay, ala lisani rasulihi on the tongue of his messenger. That you are excused, you do not have to fast. Okay? And we said the asnaf, the types of people who are excused and they don't have to fast. We said our what? How many are there, Talha? Five. Allahumma barik. Allahu lak. So we said it's five people. Number five types of people. They are excused. They don't have to fast. Okay. The first of those five, the first group, the first people, we said they don't have to fast. They are justified. They are excused. Talha. Al-marid. That's Talha. Allahumma bari. Al-maridu. Al-maridu is the person who is what? Sick. The person who is sick is what? It's excused. You don't have to fast. And did we speak about that? Yes, in our last lesson, in our last session, we spoke about the maridu. The sick person does not have to fast. But we mentioned if he fasts, is his fast accepted? It's accepted. We, we also even spoke about haddul maridu. Like what constitutes... A sick person, okay? Anyone can say I'm sick. But we said, what constitutes a sick person? We spoke about that. Hayya Ibrahim. The second group of people we said is who? Al-Musafiru. Al-Musafiru is what? It's the traveler. It's the individual who has traveled, okay? What constitutes a traveler? What does it go back to? العرف معمول به إذا ورد حكم من الشرع الشريف لم يحد. العرف معمول به إذا ورد حكم من الشرع الشريف لم يحد. If the Sharia doesn't give a definition, okay. If it doesn't give a ضابط, meaning if it doesn't give a definition and a meaning to something. And it mentions it without defining it. 
Where do we look for the definition? We look for it in the customs and the norms of the people. Are we all together? So what do we look, where do we look for the meaning of al-musafir? It goes back to uf, the custom of the people. Similar to وَعَاشِرُهُنَّ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ Take care of your wives بِالْمَعْرُوفِ Ma'ruf means what? In good. Allahu alam. In good is different in China, in America, in the UK, in the UAE, in Somalia, in Pakistan, in Malaysia, in Indonesia. It's different from one place to another. It changes what that means. That's the istidran. We're going off topic. Come back again. Al-Musafiru is the traveler. So he or she who's a traveler is excused. Today we're going to speak about from the five that we mentioned. Today we're going to talk about what? The women who are in the state of Al-Hayd and Al-Nufasa. Al-Hayd a translation of it would be what? The women who are what? On their menstruation. It's a monthly cycle that the woman goes through. And then nufasa are when the woman gives birth to a child, she has 40 days, okay, where she's in a what? In a state of impurity. She's also excused from fasting. Is she allowed to fast? So remember this. The Ahlul A'adhar are two types. Some people who don't have to fast, but if they fast, it will be accepted from them. They're in a state of Tahara, correct? But the women don't want the menstruation, they are what? They're not in a state of Tahara, correct. So they are, are they allowed to fast? What about if she says, I want to fast for the sake of Allah. I want to do it. I can do it. It's haram. She's sinning if she does it. But the marid, if he fasts, he or she is not sinning. Correct? Does that make sense? Harming is an extension. An it's an, uh, if it harms them or it's an extra point. We're talking about merely sick person who's not going to harm them. Okay? So today we're going to talk about Al-Ha'id, the woman who's on her menstruation, okay? And we're going to talk about the Nufasa, okay? The woman who's on her Ha'id, and she's in a state of what? She is Ha'idun, or she is from the Nufasa. What is upon them? Bil ijma'i by unanimous agreement. Of the ulama of al-Islam. Qatibatan ijma' Consensus. That it is obligatory on her to break the fast. If it happens to her while she was fasting. And if she's not fasting. And she, it happens to her the day before fasting. She has to what? She has to not fast the next day. This is a consensus. This is an ijma'ah. There is no difference of opinion in the matter. 
So there's a consensus. وَمَنْ حَكَ الْإِجْمَاعُ الْإِمَامُ النَّوَوِيُّ رَحِمَ اللَّهِ الإمام النووي he transmitted the ijma' في كتابه في أي كتاب المجموع which is the شرح of the مهذب لإسحاق الشيرازي and also ولما أخرجه البخاري في صحيحه that which الإمام البخاري narrated in his صحيح من حديث أبي سعيد الخدري حديث of who? أبي سعيد الخدري وهي the prophet said عليه الصلاة والسلام أليس إذا حاضت لم تصلي that the woman if she is in a state of حيض لم تصلي she doesn't pray ولم تصم the prophet said is it not the case طلحة that if a woman is on her menstruation okay لم تصلي she doesn't pray ولم تصم she doesn't fast قلنا بلا الصحابة زي سيد أفكوس ومشي أب الله then the prophet said فذلك من نقصان دينها فذلك من نقصان دينها the محل الشاهد from the حديث I have a محل الشاهد from the حديث the وجه الدلال وجه الاستدلال the point I'm just taking from the حديث is that the prophet said to them أليس إذا حاضت لم تصلي ولم تصم that if the woman is on her menses, okay, she doesn't have to fast, nor does she have to pray. Are we all together? She doesn't have to fast, nor does she have to pray. Okay? So I mentioned ijma'un, and I mentioned the mustanad of the ijma'. Mustanad of the ijma' means what? Where the ijma' was taken from. The ijma' is taken from this hadith and many other hadiths. Are we all together? Very good. Al-Masail. Some Masail muta'alliqa bil ha'idhi wa nufasa. I'm going to mention some issues related to the women that are on their menstruation or their postnatal bleeding. Okay? Al-Masailatul Ula, the first Masaila, is Al-Ha'id, the woman who's on her ha'id, إذا إبراهيم إيه إذا طهرت if she becomes طاهر قبل الفجر before فجر بلحظة one minute before فجر and then فجر enters الله أكبر she becomes طاهر her height stops okay one minute before Fajr, قبل الفجر. Okay. The question here, the million-dollar question, is what? Her menstruation stopped. بلحظة. ثم دخل الفجر. Then Fajr enters. She hasn't done her ghusl yet. The sister, because one minute it just stopped, and then Fajr entered. Okay. Does she fast or does she not fast? This is the question. Does she fast or does she not fast? She has to fast. She has to fast. And her fast is sahihun ala al-rajih. This is the view of the what? 
جمهور أهل العلم because إذا انقطع الدم if the blood stops and she doesn't shower or the shar'i ritual shower she doesn't do the ghusl her hukmu is the hukm of the junub صح if a person wakes up in a state of janaba and then fasting enters fajr they woke up at fajr time and you were in a state of janaba you had intimacy with your spouse and you woke up at you didn't do your ghusl you just slept you woke up at what fajr when you woke up at fajr uh, do you fast or do you not the ruling is the same here صح that's the case here المسألة الثانية another مسألة the woman she purifies herself from what her حيض في نهار رمضان daytime at ظهر time she cleans she cleans from herself the حيض ماذا يجب عليها what's upon her تطهرت she purified herself from her حيض or even her from she's no longer postnatal bleeding anymore but this is في نهار رمضان what is upon her in this situation what does she have to do with her first of all we have to understand لا يعني لا خلافة بين أهل العلم في قضاء الصوم. There's no dispute about this in the scholars' eyes. The scholars unanimously agree that she has to bring back that fasting that day. صح؟ She missed fasting that day. And Imam Al-Nawi mentioned this in what? In his majmu' again. But the question here is, what about imsak? Does she have to withhold from the fasting? Does she have to withhold from that fasting? We will say, فَلَا يَجِبُ عَلَيْهَا عَلَى الرَّاجِحِ This is the madhab of Jabir ibn Zaydin, والثوري, ومالك ibn Anasin, والشافعي, والرواية عن أحمد. And this is the اختيار of ibn al-Mundir. Why? What's the evidence? لعدم وجود الدليل. The argument is there is no evidence to say that the person has to withhold. And al-imsak is an act of worship. The person who says that you with, you have to withhold is putting on you an act of worship. So they have to bring you evidence. No, they, they're not saying that's a fasting day. They're just saying hurmatul waqt. The time is sacred. You have to respect the, the, the day so you can't eat. They're not saying you have a fasting. Of course, they, they're telling you to come back with it because there's no khilaf. Qada is wajib. But to say on top of that, that the person has to do imsak of that day, this goes against, as I mentioned, the madhab of Jumhuru Ahlil Ilm. Okay? A large number of scholars. I don't know if it's Jumhuru, but I know it's the view of Jabir ibn Zaydin and Sufyan ibn Sa'id al-Thawri rahimahullah and Malik ibn Anasan and Shafi rahimahullah and Riwaya and Ahmed. And it's also the ikhtiyar of Ibn al-Mundir rahimahullah. رحمه الله تعالى. Okay. 
And their evidence is There is no evidence to say they said uh, And this issue we spoke about it When we were speaking about the traveler Okay the third mas'ala we want to talk about is what? The third mas'ala is what? Ibrahim Is Is the woman allowed to take medication To stop her postnatal bleeding? Uh, sorry her menstruation Sister says, I do not want to miss out in Ramadan. I love fasting. I want to fast with the Muslims. So what I'm going to do is, I'm go and I don't want to miss any more Ramadan. I don't want to pee, I want to, don't want to pay back another time. So what I'm going to do is before Ramadan, I'm going to take certain medications to stop my bleeding. Is it permissible for her to take those medications? Yeah? Ibrahim said it's disliked. Hey, Talha. Sheikh Talha. Where are you? Yeah, Talha. Are you with us in the class? Are you daydreaming? Hey, Talha. Is the woman allowed to take uh, medication? She's allowed to. Ibrahim said it's allowed. And Ibrahim said it's allowed. And Ibrahim said it is makruh, it's disliked. Ibrahim said Malikiyah believe that it's what? Makruh, hey? It's not permissible. Mamnu' haram. And she takes it, she's athim. We will say yajuzu. It is permissible. Marati. It is permissible for the woman and ta'khuda dawa. The woman can take medications. She can take hubub. Liman'il hayd. She can take medication and things like that to take it. Uh, the days of her hayd, Ramadan, she can, so she can fast with the people. But if there is harm in the medication for her, and it's going to cause her harm, then it's haram. If it's going to cause her harm, this is not allowed, and she's not allowed to take it. And the evidence for that is, وَلَا تُلْقُوا بِأَيْدِيكُمْ believe is not allowed to harm is removed in the sharia you cannot afflict yourself with harm so in from that from that perspective it is not permissible for the person to uh, take it, okay? Um, and this, which I mentioned, from the four madhabs, three of them are of that opinion. The Hanafiyyah, Imam Abu Hanifa, and Imam Malik, Lakin, he's of the opinion that it is what, as Ibrahim mentioned, and Imam Malik carry hadalik. He doesn't like it. And the reason why he said it's not allowed is He said the harm is not going to be without it. Okay? He says there's always going to be harm connected to it. So you can find all of that in the Mawahib al-Jaleel and al-Bahr al-Raiq. You can find the discussions there, inshaAllah ta'ala. That's second volume of Bahr al-Raiq and the Muwahib al-Jaleel, first volume.
Now we're going to move on to the fourth. We're going to move on to the what? Fourth type of Ahlul A'bar. The fourth type of people who are excused. That the Sharia has excused. And that is Al-Hamil wal The pregnant woman and the one that's breastfeeding. The pregnant woman and the one that's what? Talha. Abu, your talib ilm. Have to focus. Kun ma'i. Yeah? Focus. We're going to talk about al-hamil wal-murdi'ah. Hamil is the what? The pregnant woman. And what? Al-murdi'ah. That's inshallah ta'ala we're going to talk. What is the ruling of the woman who is al-hamil? She's pregnant. Oh, she's a murdi'ah. She is breastfeeding. In order to understand the situation, we're going to have to divide the situation of the hamil or the murdi'ah we have to divide it into three halat. For us to place a ruling on this matter, we have to have a correct perception of it. If we don't have a correct perception, Talha, we're going to be speaking about this matter unjustly. We're going to give an incorrect ruling regarding it. And the scholars, they say, in order to give a right, correct ruling to a matter, correct a right, uh, to give a, uh, the right ruling to a matter, you have to have the right perception of it. The woman who's pregnant, she's breastfeeding, the situations regarding her are one of three. Number one, both of them, we're going to talk about them both together, right? The breastfeeding and the pregnant woman. They are both scared. The breastfeeding one or the pregnant one are both scared for themselves. No, no, no. Ibrahim, don't jump ahead. The first situation is themselves. That's what we're talking about first. The first situation is This woman who is breastfeeding or this pregnant woman is what? Scared for themselves. Both of them are scared for themselves. That's the first situation. Al-Halatuthaniya, the second situation is. They are scared for what? They are scared for themselves. On and on top of that, they are scared for themselves. And they are also scared for who? The little baby that's there. The breastfeeding one, she's worried for the baby. She's thinking, if I, if I don't take food, it's going to affect the child. They're we all together. The breastfeeding woman is worried. The pregnant one is worried. That's the first, that's the second situation. The third situation, that is antakhafa. Both of them are worried. They are both worried for their child. They're not worried for themselves. And each hala has its own ruling. Each situation has its what? Its own ruling. 
Okay, let's mention the first situation, which is, this is the ruling. Now, do you have the, do you have the three categories written? Hey, Ibrahim, do you understand three categories now? Now, how do you understand three categories? The first one is, la khilaf, first point I want you to write. La khilaf bayna ahli al-ilmi, there is no dispute amongst the people of knowledge. That the woman who's pregnant, and the one that's breastfeeding, in all three of the situations, they are allowed to break their fast. All three of those suwar, all three of those halat, that they are allowed to break their fast, there is no dispute about that. Okay? Ibn Qudama rahimahullah is the one who transmitted that ijma' in the mas'ala in his kitab al-Muni. Ijma'. That's the first point I want you to hold on to. I don't want us to confuse things together. The second thing is the scholars are disputing one another fil qadai wal it'am. The dispute is what? In repaying back this fast. Or feeding. Yani those suwar, those three forms I mentioned, Ahlul Ilmi are what? The people of knowledge are disputing Qada Wal Ita'am. Okay? There's a dispute in that matter. This is a dispute that is mudawwan, is documented in what? What I want you to understand is Al-Rajih Inshallah Ta'ala That which is the strongest Inshallah Is ma dhahaba ilayhi Ishaq ibn Rahuya That which Ishaq ibn Rahuya took And it is the call of Ibn Umar And Ibn Abbas Radiallahu Ta'ala Anuma Sa'id ibn Jubayr and other than them, which is what? They break their fasts and there is, they break their fast and upon them is fidya, which is it'am, they have to give food and there's no qada upon them whether they are what? Whether they are scared for themselves or whether they are scared for their child. In all three situations. Yeah? Before I used to separate it, before I used to think separating is the best, like in the call of, as I mentioned, it's the call of Ibn Umarin, Ibn Abbas radiallahu ta'ala anhuma, it is also that which Sa'id ibn Jubayrin took. He mentioned, Sa'id ibn Jubayrin, that they break their fast, okay? They give fidya, and there's no qada upon them. Whether they are scared for themselves, or whether they are scared for what? For the child, okay? And what's the evidence for that matter? Because the issue will become tarjihun, 
بغير مرجح يسمى التحكم I will be a dictator if I just say this is a strong opinion and I don't give my reasons. صح طلحة. We don't want dictatorship in the deal, innit? صح. <laughs> How about you tired? Yeah? Focus, okay? You are a talibu ilm now. How old are you, Talha? Six years old. I want you to focus. Taking the information, digest it. Okay, Abu. What's the deal for this Mas'ala that Ibn Umarin and Ibn Abbasin, also Ishaq ibn Rahuya and Sa'id ibn Jubayrin, and other than them took is what Ibrahim? Ibrahim, eh? ما أخرجه أحمد وغيره هي وغيره عن أنس بن مالك ها أمان رجل من بني كعب الحديث is مرفوع موقوف ما حد أثر is موقوف this issue is more is مرفوع يعني إلى إلى النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم which is إن الله عز وجل وات إن الله وضع عن المسافر الله has lifted from the مسافر هي شطر الصلاة هي half of the صلاة has been lifted from the مسافر meaning the مسافر how many prayers does he have to pray from the ظهر half two عشاء half two عصر half which is two right وعن المسافر أن المسافر والحامل والمرضع الصوم أو الصيام. Fasting has been lifted from who? From the حامل and the مرضع. Also that which has been narrated from what? So first of all, what has the hadith shown? أنهما لا يقضيان. The hadith has shown us that the pregnant woman and the breastfeeding woman don't have to do qada. Why? I want, I want you to learn the word istidlal, how we take the ruling out of the masail. Hey, Ibrahim. Yeah? Ibrahim said they, if they did fidya, but that's the whole discussion, right? We're saying there is no qada upon them is what? Fidya. We're saying, وَلَوْ أُمِرَ بِالْقَضَاءِ لَمَا وُضِعَ عَنْهُمَا شَطْرُ الصِّيَامِ So the, this hadith that we have in front of us, what does it mention? That this hadith we're saying is our evidence to show that they don't have to bring him back. How? We're saying the musafir who's traveling, the traveler, the musafir who's traveling, what is removed from him based on the hadith? Shatr al-salah. Does the salah that he have to bring, that he, 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 that's lifted from him, does he have to bring it back? No, he just has to come with two. But the other half that is take, are lifted from him, does he have to come back with it? There's no qaba. صح? Because it's lifted from you. That's what we're using. We're saying it's lifted from you so you don't have to come back with it. In the same context was mentioned what? 
وعن المسافر والحامل والمرضع الصوم أو الصيام. Okay. That's one. Also, عبد الله بن عباس قوله. عبد الله بن عباس يعني ابن عمر ده قول ابن عمر كليلي سأل الحامل إذا خشيت على نفسها في رمضان تفطر وتطعم ولا قضاء عليها. That's what he said. And also um, he mentions that if she's scared for the child as well, it was narrated from him. He said the same thing about her. He said تطعم مكان كل يوم مسكينا مدا عن حنطة أما من حنط حنطة صح إبراهيم. So he both riwayat when you bring it together, he didn't distinguish Abdullah ibn Umar from herself or the child. Both situations he mentions. Ibn Abbas, the same thing. He said whether she's scared for herself. إذا خافت الحامل على نفسها والمرضع على ولدها. He said, look, both situations same. في نهار رمضان regarding Ramadan, يفطراني ويطعمان مكان كل يوم مسكينا ولا يقضيان صوما. ابن قدامة he says which is why this issue is so strong. He, I believe it's the strongest, inshallah, now. Which is, لَيْسَ لَهُمَا مُخَالِفٌ مِنَ الصَّحَابَةِ There's no Sahaba who disagree with Ibn Umar and Ibn Abbas. When they said what they said, it became an ijma' sukuti. No other Sahabas disagreed with them. Okay? Now we're going to mention the last and final Ahlul A'adhar inshallah ta'ala we're going to conclude there bi al kareem The last group is Al-Mughma alayhi wal-Majnoon Al-Mughma alayhi wal-Majnoon Al-Mughma alayhi is what? It's the one who's unconscious he becomes unconscious Okay he faints as Ibrahim put it Wal-Majnoon is what? The one who doesn't have what? It's the one who has lost their sanity. Okay? This topic, in order to talk about it, we have to talk about it from different surah, different forms. Okay? And Mas'alatul Ula. Man janna fi jami'in nahar. Someone, he becomes janna fi nahari Ramadan. He lost his sanity the whole of the day of Ramadan. The whole time of fasting, he lost it. And not even a portion of the night did he wake up. He lost it. And he's fasting, he hasn't eaten anything. What's the ruling regarding his fasting? Yeah? I know he's excused, but he is fasting, he hasn't eaten. He woke up slightly from Fajr until Isha, he didn't know what was happening. He was still fasting. He was fasting, huh? Ibrahim said, He's fasting with what? 
فيصح صومه هي الصوم اسمه الصحيح إبراهيم عادل بإجماعي بإجماع أهل العلم إبراهيم ده فرق بين جمهور إجماع جمهور means a lot of them إجماع means all of them so إجماع means there's no خلاف yeah so you were right the first time بإجماع أهل العلم who mentioned this إجماع where is it in Ibrahim, where is this ijma'ah? Yeah? Al-Mughni, right? Ibn Qudaba, rahimahullah. Why? What's the reason? What's the illah? Li'anna al-qalama marfu'un anhu, sah? The pen is lifted from Al-Adam. The pen is lifted. So, what about if he gains his consciousness again? He gets back to normal again. After a day. It's like, subhanallah. Allah gives him it. Ibrahim added on, لا يقضي عند جمهور أهل العلم. According to the majority of the scholars, he doesn't have to bring it back. Okay. What about المغمى عليه? What about the مغمى عليه, which is the one who's unconscious, yeah. who loses his consciousness? The same, same thing. All of Nahari Ramadan. لا يصح صومه بلا خلاف. He is what? Without no خلاف. Because he's lost what? A very important component which is what? العقل. The aql is not there. فهو في حكم المجنون. He takes the ruling of the? He takes the ruling of the majnoon. فالمجنون والمغمى عليه Both of them. The majnoon and the مغمى عليه Both of them are what? They didn't come with imsak. What's the condition for fasting? An imsak is to withhold. They're not withholding. Because to withhold means you're making a conscious decision to withhold. They haven't. What about the mughma alayhi? Does he have to um, does he have to bring back that fast? Al-Rajih, that which is the strongest, insha'Allah ta'ala is adamu ijab al-qaba. It's not wajib for him to bring it back. Okay. Al-Mas'alatu al-Thaniya. The second mas'ala regarding the what? The issue of al-Majnoon wal-Mu'ma'alayi. Which is what? The first one we said, Junna fi? Fi nahari kulli. The whole entire day he was gone. But now he's saying fi ba'di? Fi ba'di nahar. Some of the day he's lost his consciousness. Qalu afaqa fi ba'di. And in the other... He woke up, he was aware. Even a small portion of it. His fasting is what? Sahih. It's sahih, inshallah ta'ala. The same regarding the mughma alayhi as well. The one who is what? Unconscious. If portion, يعني, the one who lost his sanity for even a portion of the day, or he lost his consciousness for what? Half of the day. The fasting is sahih, inshallah ta'ala, as long as they know it. And the evidence for this is that which Imam al-Bayhaqi narrated bi isnadin sahihin an nafi'in. Kana ibn Umara Ibrahim, correct, mashallah. Kana ibn Umara yasumu tatawu'an fayusha alayhi fala yaftur, sah? 
He used to faint, Ibn Umar sometimes, from his fasting. He'd wake up, he'd carry on his fasting. And he wouldn't bring it back. And this shows that the Ighma' khilal al-sawm la yufsidu, sah? Al-mas'ala thalitha the third and final mas'ala, inshallah, for this episode is what? What about if somebody goes to sleep the whole entire day? There's a person who sleeps all day. Should we say you're taking the ruling of the Mughma alayhi? The person who's unconscious. Ibrahim unequivocally said, La He doesn't take it. Okay? Why Ibrahim? Why does he not take the ruling of Al-Mughma alayhi? Ibrahim said, Because he didn't lose his aql. His aql is what? Yeah. And he has no ihsas, right? He still has some feelings, right? When the person is still sleeping. So if somebody wakes him up, he'll know everything that's happening. Um, so Amatu Ahlil Ilmi are of the opinion, the person goes to sleep before Fajr, and he wakes up after Ghurub al-Shams, at Maghrib, okay? He saw him Sahih. Since he what intended to fast, you know. But he's but how can he fast and still be sahih even though he overslept. Overslept. You know. Are we going to stop there? Inshallah, Taala. Wallahu a'la wa a'lam. Any mistakes, shortcomings, faults, or errors in what I've said. It's for me, Shaytan and Allah and His Messenger are both free from it. Subhanakallahumma bihamdi ashadu la ilaha illallah astaghfiruka wa atubu ilayhi.